Welcome to the latest episode of the Home Run on Wheels podcast. This is Ron Clements with my wife, Patty. Hello. And Patty, we're in a new state. We are. State number 44. Right. It's basically the Barack Obama of our states. Number 44, right? West Virginia. I, I kept trying to tell you not to use that line, but anyway. And as we have encountered in Tennessee and in Kentucky... It is raining now in the RV, or not in the RV, but outside the RV. So if you can hear that on the roof, it literally just started raining when we started recording this. I don't, man, why? why? Um, because of the clouds. <laughs> when the raindrops get too heavy, they start falling. That's essentially the science of it. Very well. Check my math. Check my facts. All right. We are in West Virginia for the week. Uh, we'll be leaving here Monday, uh, and we're going to go to see the West Virginia Power on Friday night. They're playing Kannapolis, and remember when we went to the Intimidators Stadium down there in Kannapolis a, a couple years ago, and they were playing the West Virginia Power. So I think it's kind of funny. We're going to see the reciprocal of that now on Friday. Yeah, and the Intimidators had a fun stadium. We had a fun night there, so I'm excited to see and what they're called the Power the Intimidators. Stadium is. They're called the Intimidators because that is the hometown of Dale Earnhardt, the late Dale Earnhardt. Correct. So, and he was the Intimidator. In fact, there is a number three car parked outside of that stadium, which is uh, pretty neat. So, the All-Star Game is coming up in Cleveland, and that's where we are on our way up to Cleveland uh, to try to partake in some of those festivities up there. All-Star Game voting. The final votes are this week. The Online poll opens up Wednesday at noon and closes Thursday at 4. Now, Major League Baseball is doing something a little different this year where they've got three finalists at each position. How, how is that different? It used to just be you, you pick the the uh, starters. The fans picked the starters, and then that was it. There, okay. were no, like, there was no finalist stage in previous years. Gotcha. But now we've got this finalist thing. And 17 teams are represented for the three finalists at every position. The Houston Astros, New York Yankees, Atlanta Braves, Chicago Cubs, Minnesota Twins, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, Texas Rangers, Milwaukee Brewers, Colorado Rockies, Boston Red Sox, Los Angeles Dodgers, Arizona Diamondbacks, Cleveland Indians, Chicago White Sox, Kansas City Royals, Pittsburgh Pirates, and the Tampa Bay Rays. Do you notice, uh, obviously there are 13 teams missing, but did you notice one team team in particular that was missing from that list of... uh, players or teams with players as in as finalists i might have so is this based on purely statistics fan voting so fans voted for the finalists as well correct that's really surprising then i know right yeah no st louis cardinals as one of the three finalists in any positions um the brewers have three however yasmani grandal at catcher Mike Mostakis at third base and Christian Yelich in the outfield. I have news for you though. What? Yelich is in trouble. What do you mean? Well, I put a bad juju on his billets when we were at the Louisville Slugger <laughs> Museum. Or not museum, but factory. Oh, there's museum. a museum there too. Right. And yeah, last week we were in Louisville, Kentucky, and we did go to the Louisville Slugger Museum and Factory, did the tour. Christian Yelich is one of the 
multiple major league players who use Louisville Slugger bats and the reigning National League MVP. He is sort of all over that building on these video screens. They kind of uh, rotate between a bunch of different players. Joey Votto of the Reds. Uh, uh, who else was up there? Was Buster Posey one of the players? Giants, I can't remember. But um, I just remembered whenever Yelich would come on, I'd, I was all like, Yelly! Right, which was not annoying at all. <laughs> but anywho, the point is, the players who contract with Louisville Slugger to get their bats from them, they actually can choose their billets if they want. And a, so, and billet. a billet, yes. Okay, go ahead. A billet is when they actually drill out from the tree this cylinder, and that is the pre-bat form. Yeah, it's from, basically. from that cylinder of wood that they create the bat. So picture a very fat dowel <laughs> that is thicker than the what a bat would be because they're going to then hone mm-hmm. that down yep. to be the bat itself. So anywho, they had the, uh, <clears throat> some bins... And they had the billets there for these different players. Cody Bellinger was one of them. And so was Yelich. Acuna. And so I actually, you know, put a bad juju on his billets. So <laughs> we'll see if that works or not. Probably not. The other thing that I thought was interesting, I can't remember who it was. Maybe you will. There was one player who they actually send him, text him a Photos picture. Photos of the billets, and that is Joey Votto of the Cincinnati Reds. Okay. Yep. And then he actually texts them back, okay, I want these, this this one, this yeah. one, this one, this one. And so the, uh, the Louisville Slugger folks actually handpick the trees to make these bats. And then from one tree, they can get about 60 billets. So in case you're wondering, how many bats can you get out of a tree? Well, about 60. <laughs> so, And then uh, they, they are uh, designated with different degrees. So like the professional grade for Major League Baseball is obviously higher. And then it goes down to like, you know, the bats you would use for like your your kid. If you want to give your kid a wooden bat, I would say Little League, but Little League uses aluminum, which Louisville Slugger also does make, just not there what we saw anyway. Right. Um, it's kind of interesting. And what, as soon as you walk in there, well, before you walk in there, it's pretty cool because they got a giant, I don't know how tall that thing, a 60-foot bat, whatever. It's huge. I'm pretty sure it's more than 60 feet, but I'm not sure of the exact dimensions. Well, shall we look it up? Look. We, we can do that. Yeah. We can, we yeah, can. yeah, let's look it up. Whoops. GTS. We know yes, what that means, exactly. but we won't tell you what the S means. How tall is a Louisville Slugger bat outside the museum? And it is 120 feet. I told wow. you it was bigger than 60 feet. Weighing 68,000 pounds and measuring 120 feet. Look at that. The bat, which has been a downtown fixture since 1995, is considered the world's biggest. There we go. Thank you, Google. Uh, recording this live so 120 feet yeah that thing it's monstrous you you can't even get it all in like one frame you have to basically go across the street to try to get the entire bat from 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 the tip to the handle but even then you can't really do it from the barrel to the handle yeah even then you can't really do it without doing a panorama right well if you were across the street you could okay you could could get it but anyway so then we uh we, we went inside and uh, got our tickets, and then as soon as you walk into the museum itself, there's this uh, display of bats used by pre- current and former players. And there are game-used bats from, like, Babe Ruth and Hank Aaron and uh, Ricky Henderson. And it's, I mean, Jim Tomey, it's, which y- you had to pick up the Jim Tomey bat because of the Limestone High School connection, which is, you know, so that was pretty cool. And then I 
pretended like I was Christian Yelich because they had his bat up there too, and I did the left-handed batting stance. You did not with Jim Tomey. But. That's because you're a nerd. <laughs> but anyway, I also held Ozzy Smith's bat. Yep, the Wizard of Oz has his bat there. It's kind of funny. So Ricky Henderson, known for his feet, Ozzy Smith, known for his glove, but they also obviously were hitters, and their bats are there, Hall, Hall of Famers. One thing that I thought was very interesting, and I don't mean to... The Louisville Slugger Museum and Factory is, is really, really cool, but they had these mannequins of Babe Ruth... Ken Griffey Jr., Hank Aaron, and who was the other one? It, there was someone else, but then also Ted Williams. And the Ted Williams one was terrible. <laughs> it did not. <laughs> I don't think I really walked up to that one. It did one. not look like Ted Williams. It was kind of like, um, who's the, oh, like the Lucille Ball statue yeah, and those yeah. different ones the, that are the, like the, terrible. The Christian Ronaldo bust. And this thing was not, <laughs> I was like, that's supposed to be Ted Williams? Alrighty, <laughs> so I even tweeted that out. I was all like, you know, so and so, so and so, so and so, and Ted Williams? Question mark. <laughs> but the museum itself is great. Our, our our tour guy's name was Kim. She was awesome answering questions that we had. Although I kind of threw her off when I asked what the policy was on Louisville Slugger employees watching the movie The Natural because Roy Hobbs made his own bat. Yeah, crickets. She, she, yeah. Chirp, chirp. <laughs> it was funnier in my head. Uh-huh. And then uh, we got here on Saturday. Uh, went to brunch in downtown Huntington. Took Holmes with us. Had a place we could eat outside. Yeah, um, it's, it's a really neat downtown area there. Yeah, it is. Right on the Ohio River. obviously shops and everything. The only thing is we missed the jazz festival. Yeah, there was a jazz yep, festival. that ended Saturday. And we didn't so. realize that. Otherwise, we might have tried to get down there earlier on Saturday. But Right. But yeah, we had a really good brunch and at a place that was recommended to us. Yeah, the first place we went to eat on Saturday, because we didn't want to cook in the RV or anything, we went to Uncle Bill's Pub and Grill and just had a couple sandwiches. It was really good. But yeah, two two different people in there told us brunch at Black Sheep was really good. And we went there and they weren't wrong. I would definitely agree. It was good. And Holmes enjoyed it, too. Holmes got some bacon. He did. We got a side of bacon just for him. But, yep. And then uh, we walked around a little bit downtown. Uh, I went back over there on Monday, actually jumped on a radio show to talk a little bit about Home Run on Wheels, as well as the University of Connecticut leaving the American Athletic Conference. And uh, Marshall University is in Conference USA and considered a possible replacement for UConn in the American. I went to East Carolina there in the American, so... Kind of a Twitter buddy of mine, Paul Swan, who I'd never met in person before, was like, hey, come on down. I'm doing a live broadcast from this place. So I went, went, went down there and was on the air with him for an hour. It was fun. So Marshall wasn't in the American? No, they're in Conference USA. Okay. And st- still is. Yeah, you know all this stuff kind of goes whoosh, and I, it's also going to go right out of my head after we leave this conversation <laughs> because I can't keep up with all that college stuff and I don't purport to try. <laughs> Too many other things to think about. Uh, but it was nice to be able to to kind of further that message that, of foster care that we have our, our mission here uh, to the folks in this por- this part of West Virginia and this part of the country with uh, the tri-state area. We're only about 20, 20 or so miles from the Kentucky border and just a stone's throw basically from Ohio. We will be heading up to Ohio though for the next couple weeks on Monday, but. Friday, though, as I mentioned before, we're going to see the West Virginia Power over in Charleston, and 
Uh, you know, you love minor league baseball, so that's going to be fun. It will, and I think you said the weather's going to get better, right? We've had some rain, a lot of like rain. everybody has yeah. across the country. It seems like. Yep. Yeah, everybody's. I mean, you got floods. Uh, I mean, from Michigan all the way down to uh, Louisiana and Alabama. So hopefully, it kind of Mother Nature pulls back a, a little bit on the entire country, especially in the East here. Uh, but with the All Star Game, Patty, I want to ask you. Major League Baseball is the only league that guarantees every team has at least one representative in the All-Star game. Obviously, with basketball, you really can't do that because there's only 12 guys on a team. There are 30 teams. so. But football could definitely do it. Would you like to see the NFL guarantee a Pro Bowl slot for at every team, at, le- at least one spot for every team? You know, The I, game is for the fans, so you right. guarantee that fan base so, to be able to see one of its own that that's one of my questions right it's like is is it well viewed today do people watch it and is that different between that and major league baseball i don't know if that's different but that would be one reason they might want to as far as i'm concerned i'm going to admit to you that i have never in my life I'm 90%, 99% sure I'm going to tell you the truth right now. <laughs> I have never in my life watched a Pro Bowl. Okay. But you it have may have been the on the, It may have been on the TV when you were around right. watching it, but I've never watched it. But you, if, you, if, if one of the Bears was there, would I watch it? I don't know. I don't know that it's going to influence me one way or the other. Okay. To be honest with the you. The last couple of years the Bears have had someone in the Pro Bowl, but there have been some years where the Bears were one of the few teams who did not have anybody represented. I, I will say that it was it would be more of a chance that I would. Mm-hmm. I don't it's not gonna be the only driver, but if, if they're definitely not there, I'm definitely not gonna watch. Right. Let's put it that way. Okay. Fair enough. But I I think it's kinda neat that baseball does guarantee a spot for every team. And now sure it results sometimes in a guy who in the all-star game who doesn't necessarily have all-star caliber numbers but you know if there's a dude for the miami marlins who you know is their best player then yeah put him in the game i don't have a problem with that so it'll be interesting to see the results of these this voting this week and then the the game managers also have a say so in the pitching staff and the reserves so it'll be be curious to see how that plays out and the the managers are the ones who kind of decide all right if there's one player from this team you know who is it actually going to be so i'm looking forward to that i don't know still don't think we're probably going to be going to the game itself but there's should be enough events around the all-star game that 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 we can have oh yeah there'll be all kinds of activities i remember when st louis hosted the all-star game uh it was like 2006 or something like that and or no it's 2008 because I took my my sons to, but we didn't go to the game itself. But there, yeah, there was like the All Star Village or whatever it was. It's the, the the area where Ballpark Village is right now. They had all this all this All Star Game festivities, like a little wiffle ball field. It was a temporary thing set up out there. And and uh, well, um, I'm trying to visualize the area around the stadium in Cleveland. Yeah, it's kind of like in downtown. So I don't know if there's a lot of room there, but you know, we'll, we'll find out. Looking forward to. Well, I'm sure they'll incorporate, you know, right. what's around there. I'm sure it'll be fun, yeah. regardless of what we do. We know we're going to have fun in Pittsburgh, especially with the Pittsburgh Pirates donating 200 tickets to Bethany Christian Services, and really looking forward to seeing all those kids at PNC Park, which you know we 
regard as the best stadium in baseball. So this next month or so is going to be fun in terms of baseball, for sure. Absolutely. And again, getting the advantage of getting those kids out to the games and giving them a good experience is what this is all, all about from that mission. Exactly. So with that, we're going to sign off here today from Huntington, West Virginia. We will have a guest on next week's podcast from the West Virginia Power. Still trying to get a name, locking the details on that, but we will have a guest on next week's episode of the Home Run on Wheels podcast. Until then, have a great week. Bye. West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is old Older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. Country roads take me home.